0: it might not be a perfect oh my stomach (laughs) so i've listened back to my first episode and um, i have spent a considerable amount of time cringing (laughs) i sound so scared and like I don't know how I want to talk. I talk either as if I'm reading off a script, which actually, uh, admittedly, I probably was last time, but I am also don't really sound like me. That's not how I talk to people. This is how I talk to people. I just talk to people, I ramble on, and at some point, I make a point. So... Yeah, listening back to that episode a lot because there was a lot of editing required for all the ums and ahs that I say. It was an experience and it was so cringy that it did put me off actually going live with the podcast. And then when I hit share on my Instagram stories and my other Instagram posts where I'm like, hey, come and listen to my podcast, I'm just sat there absolutely terrified. Because I know that it was really not my best attempt at a first episode. It really wasn't. I am hoping that I will get better as the weeks progress and as I do this more and as I gain a better understanding of how I podcast and how I like to talk to myself and therefore how I like to talk to you. But this week, I'm going to try and talk to you as if you were in the room with me. I'm going to pretend that my mic has a face. And we're just going to be a little bit more casual. I have my notes with me. It's not actually written word for word like I did last time. I just didn't want to mess it up last time. And I thought reading off a piece of paper would be a really good idea. But honestly, oh, it just sounded forced. And I'm not that kind of person, you know. Anyone who knows me knows that I can absolutely chat for days. So, yeah, we're not going to read off paper this time. We're just gonna gonna go through my bullet points, and and that's <laughs> that's how it's going to be. So today's episode, as I mentioned last week, is looking at more of a real life sort of inspiration. So my in-laws, they live really not very far away, literally across a field, and. They have three dogs who I adore a lot. I also adore my in-laws, so it's, it's always a great meeting. So during lockdown, we had our sort of social distance walks in amongst the fields, plenty of space. And it was really just so lovely and so innocent. And it took your mind off the whole issue that we were struggling with, being locked in our houses. Only allowed an hour a day outside. It was a really weird situation. We've all been through it. We're all going through it still. A lot of us probably still don't really want to leave our houses for more than an hour. I know that I don't. So this is sort of... That's that's where I was. I was in the fields walking the dogs. And they're wagging tails and they're just utter joy at, you know, having a ball thrown at their face in a nice way they like to catch it by the way that's not actually us trying to throw balls at their faces there was just something so fun and innocent and just the pure joy dogs have no idea that there's a pandemic dogs have no idea that all of the humans in the entire world population are completely depressed and struggling with life and it was an excellent reminder that that's how we should be living like okay there's a pandemic so let's adapt let's work this out and let's try, try, I'm not saying it was easy, let's try and make the best of it. So that's when I started making more music, and that's when I started all of this nonsense. So yeah, so the first track, I'm going to go straight into it, we're five minutes in, and I'm going to play you the first track. I think last time I waffled for a bit too long. I think, you know, we're here for the music, so I'm going to play that one to you now. This is stroll with me and the metronome if you could imagine is a dog's wagging tail a bit of fun right it's it's upbeat it makes you feel a little bit happy you can imagine a dog walking and wagging his tail at the time of the music they don't have constant metronomes their tails which upsets me greatly that was just a bit different to last week it's a bit different to everything going forward but you might notice as i share the tracks that a lot of my stuff <laughs> stuff <laughs> that's not very nice A lot of my music, it doesn't sound the same, but it has the same quality, the same feeling. It's meant to be quite chilled. It's meant to be relaxing, at least the tracks that aren't story specific. So in the background, behind the scenes, I am working on a story to put into a fictional podcast at some point. And that's What I always strive for is that relaxed, chilled quality. And interestingly, and I don't know whether this is completely self-absorbed and a little bit ridiculous, but sometimes when I'm driving, I will waste a good few minutes before I head off trying to pick a playlist. And I have... (laughs) I feel like I have... Actually, I'm in front of my... I'm in front of my computer. Let me see how many playlists I have because I'm pretty sure it's over 20 or if not 20, it's close. A couple of them I've downloaded from other people, but let's see. One, two, three, four... I have 28 playlists on my Spotify account (laughs) and none of them have repeated songs. Okay. But I'm going to go in. So these aren't public by any means and for good reason, (laughs) but I'm just trying to, I'm building a story. Okay. So this is, (laughs) this is my musical story in my current used playlist. I wouldn't say it's my favorite. I've got plenty of others. It's called chilled summer, which it isn't summer anymore, but that's what it is. I have got 249 songs, which is 15 hours and 37 minutes worth of playtime. So that's cool. And I have another. Where's the other? Oh, this one's very helpfully labelled 2016 slash (laughs) 2017. What possessed me? I am assuming these are my hero tracks for those particular years. It's 525 songs long, 33 hours and 34 minutes. When am I ever, that's a working week. I'm never ever going to listen to a whole playlist in one go. But that is just, that's how, what it is. I like a lot of things. And granted, as I'm scrolling down this 33 hour playlist, I can understand why. Because instead of just putting in my favourite songs, I actually grab the whole album that my favourite songs are in and I'll still listen. So the first one is a Nickelback album. <laughs> Don't judge me. The next is a Motown album, Best of the 80s, lots of things. Gregory Porter, got Rag and Bone Man. I've got, I uh, I mean, the ones that I've just told you all sound of Justin Timberlake, Michael Jackson, Jim Broadbent, Nicole Kidman, because I've got The Show Must Go On from Moulin Rouge. There's a whole lot. I also have a Film Scores Playlist that's 21 hours and 32 minutes long. I've got backing tracks. Oh, that's a good one. That's three hours and 43. I used to do a lot of singing, I don't anymore. I have a musicals playlist that's 30 hours and two minutes long. What I'm trying to say in this huge, massive ramble about my ridiculous collection of music, which I only have because of streaming platforms like Spotify or like Apple Music, I'm a Spotify girl. I haven't really got on to Apple Music at all. I'd started Spotify way before Apple Music was a thing and I I just didn't really want to move over to be honest. So the point there are points to this. I just ramble on. This is what I was talking about at the beginning. I will pick a playlist from Spotify. There's a huge amount of hours per playlist. And I will find myself in my car skipping and skipping and skipping. I'll hear 10 seconds of one song of black. No, not in the mood for that. Nope, not in the mood for that. Nope, nope, nope. Heard that earlier. Didn't like that. I don't really like that. Why is it on my playlist? Skip, skip, skip. Suddenly, I have created my own music and I choose my own music to listen to, the stuff that I have written. I will put Wild Lonely Roads on. I will put Stroll With Me on and all the rest of the playlist that I have that I'll be sharing with you over the next few weeks. I'll listen to that more than anything else. And you could think that that was really, really self-absorbed. But as a creator or an artist, whichever you prefer, you have to create things that ultimately you yourself enjoy. And you yourself will want to spend time watching, listening, enjoying, experiencing. There is no possible way you can even contemplate creating something that you don't like because you would never create something like that. Do you see where I'm going? Do you see? Does this make sense? To say out loud, oh no, I only listen to my own music that I have made sounds arrogant, sounds self-obsessed and awful but that's the reason why i have created it in the first place what's the point of creating a piece of music or a piece of artwork granted yes you might with artwork you might want to sell it but we all take pictures don't we that's art why would we create something or take pictures that we would never look at again that's essentially what i started out with I wanted to create music that I would listen to over and over again in the hope that also other people would like to listen to it and would also hear what I hear. So I'm going to move on to the second track of the episode and this one is all based on a really silly game that I used to play as a child. And I catch myself still doing it now with my husband and I'm almost 32. (laughs) My nephews do it as well, but they're five and seven. So they have a better excuse than I do. But it's where you try and chase and catch someone's shadow. So I would run along and try and jump on my opponent's shadowy head. (laughs) I don't know why we do it but it's really good fun. And it starts a really ridiculous game of tag, shadow tag. I have no idea. Also tag, we don't call tag tag in England. We call it it, I'm pretty sure. We have stuck in the mud or we have it. And I think the only difference is when you tap someone's shoulder or maybe grab them really aggressively, depending on the nature of your game, you say you're it. Tag sounds a lot better. (laughs) Oh, the rambles. See, second episode may not go up either because this is total rambling. This is the complete antithesis of what it was last week. I'll get there. I'll get there. I'll get a really nice balance of bullet points and all sorts of things. So, yeah, Chasing Shadows is pretty much just based on that premise. It's also about when I am out roller skating and I go round a bend. There aren't any actual bends. It's in the car park where I live. But you go round the corner to go back to the beginning. It's a little circle that I do. It's not very exciting. And you suddenly find your shadow and you end up in front or you're on it or lots of different things. It's just shadow games. And honestly, it's just ridiculous, nonsensical fun. And because it's your own shadow, it actually keeps you grounded. At a time when things are a little bit unsettled shall we say that's probably quite an understatement but a little bit unsettled chasing your own shadow and feeling that ground beneath you it just makes you feel safe that you're still around and you're still all right so this is chasing shadows So I have to admit that neither of these tracks are particular favourites. They're just not. But I don't skip them like I skip others in Spotify. But I think they were quite a struggle to create. And when I was creating them, I was like, oh, no, they're so repetitive. This is awful. No one's ever going to listen. But the more I listen to them, I think, actually, they do tell a story. They they tell a tale of dogs' tales. They tell a tale of grown ass men and women chasing each other around a field trying to catch shadows. Like they tell that story and they just, they lift a mood. I don't know what it is. I have, I can't express to you what it is. It's something that I've created. It's not necessarily a perfect telling of the situation that we were in, but it's certainly a way of documenting these life events. And it's a way of telling a story. And that's the most important thing. I just want to touch base on my... I don't want to call it a production company. This is difficult. I found it really difficult to come up with. But the podcast is a Capturing Thunder podcast. Because Capturing Thunder is technically my production company. Even though it's not set up as one. (laughs) So nobody steal the name because um, I'm using it. I suppose it's like my artist name. And... The whole purpose behind it, there are two things. Firstly, capturing thunder is what I strive for every day. Every day, I hope that we just have a random thunderstorm that I can record and capture the perfect storm. So far, it hasn't happened. In my animated logo, which you may have seen on my Instagram account, And I'm also thinking of attaching the audio of that to the ends of my podcast episodes as well. I recorded the thunderstorm that you can hear in that logo when I was on holiday in France using my iPhone, my older iPhone. I think it was the iPhone 7. And it was a really, (laughs) it sounds awful, it was a really wet thunderstorm. So it was really heavy rain, rain constantly throughout so the rain mixed too much with the thunder and so it basically it's just not as clean a recording as I would like I would never put this thunderstorm online I just wouldn't because it's not very it works for a logo it works for how I've done it but it's not a very nice sound effect to use in something else what I need is a thunderstorm where there's no rain I need a build-up before the rain comes so that i can record that so anyway it is my mission in life to capture a really to have firstly to have um, my equipment with me <laughs> that's the other thing uh an iphone recording isn't always the best so it would be awesome if i just happened to have my audio equipment with me at the time of a thunderstorm and capture a beautiful storm that's my mission And that is why Capturing Thunder is my artist name. It also has a second part to it, because technically I am making my own thunder, right? Thunder is noise, it's loud booms, it's, you know, rumbly and lovely and gorgeous. And that's... (laughs) Oh my god, rumbly and gorgeous. Okay, that's maybe not how I would describe my own music, but I am in essence capturing my own thunder which sounds why does that not sound very nice when i say it in my mind that sounds beautiful like i'm capturing my own thunder but then when you say it out loud it just does, it doesn't sound very nice oh no but that's what i'm doing so there are so it's a name in two parts and that's all i'm going to say on the matter before this gets ridiculous and i start getting a bit too giggly i hope you enjoyed this podcast next week i'm going to bring summer back with my track called cocktails no beaches and i don't know if it's going to be one or two songs i haven't quite decided yet so on that note going to end it here i want to thank you for joining me again today i do really really appreciate it every time i say that i completely mean it because it is 20 minutes out of your day if you fancy getting in touch, you can now. I have set up an email address because, you know, after two episodes, I'm definitely really popular. But if you're interested, it's capturingthunder at gmail.com. And you can also find me on Instagram. I talk about it enough. At capturing thunder. So I hope you have a really good day and I will speak to you next time. Music played during the episode is written and owned by Claire Renault.